It's episode number six of the Real Cannabis Entrepreneur Show. Here's what's coming up. Colombia has all the climates that you want. And being on the Equatorian line, um, we actually have the advantage of having 12 hours of light, 12 hours of night, as well as the perfect climate for growing. So that alone reduces the amount of money that companies will have to spend or growers have to spend growers have to spend for um for growing the cannabis welcome to the real cannabis entrepreneur show this is the place to learn the exact blueprint on breaking into the cannabis industry hey thanks so much for tuning in to the real cannabis entrepreneur podcast show where seasoned cannabis entrepreneurs share some of their hard to find most coveted secret ideas and information on how to break into this cannabis industry and more that's right i'm your host gary george and i'm excited today to be here with the founder of the expo Cannabis down in Colombia. That's right, Colombia, ladies and gentlemen. I have Julian Tobar. Welcome him. Thank you, Gary. Thank you very much for having me on your show. I'm very excited of being here and sharing some of the information that I have. Excellent, excellent. Thanks so much for taking the time out to join us, Julian. I know you're very busy putting together this conference. Um, you know, that's what we're doing here, of course, with the Real Cannabis Entrepreneur Conference in Jersey. But I love to expand. I love to talk to my other people in the industry that are doing great to bring the message, uh, not just in the U.S., but around the world, like what you're doing here. So I'm really excited and interested to talk more about what is going on in the Colombian space in terms of cannabis, because this is something that we all have not been thinking about from the U.S. perspective. So, Julian, first, give us a little background, man, who you are, where you come from. How did you get into the cannabis industry? Okay, um, like short, the short, um, short version is I moved into United States when I was 19. Um, I work in different stuff to make my, to meet my American dream. Um, about three years ago, uh, in Colombia, there was this piece of legislation that went through Congress, uh, Colombian Congress, of course, and they passed it and became a law. So a lot of people got in, interested into the cannabis business. Uh, the pass, the legislation that passed in Colombia was for medical use only. So there was a lot of people, a lot of commotion over there. Um, this being a really delicate subject in Colombia for all the history that we have with uh, the war on drugs. And um, my cousin, he, he started his company with a couple of friends. And um, I had the opportunity to meet them at some point and um, got to talk about how they started, what were their goals, uh, where, where were they going. And um, I told him, you know, I, I'm an insurance agent. Let me start for that. I'm an insurance agent in Georgia, United States. That's where I live. And that's my bread and butter. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing this for 13 years. I've been a business owner for 13 years. And uh, nice. business is good. So that's great. And that's how I started in the business because my, my, my cousin introduced me to the business.
once you got into that, I guess that piqued your interest into the entire cannabis industry. And then you came up with the idea to do this business conference, the Expo Cannabis Cartagena Business Conference. Talk to us a little bit about that. How did that come into fruition? When did that start? Um, where did that come from? Well, um, let's start from the beginning, actually. Um, I thought that the, the business was going to be uh, being Colombia, a cheap place to do manufacturing and all the stuff, I thought I thought it was gonna be um, uh, not a, not as expensive business to be in. But anyhow, you need when you're getting into a new business, you need to uh, lecture yourself and start going to different events or start getting to know the business more. So, what better choice than going into different expos that are here in the United States and Canada? So I started joining to these expos, going to meet all these people and meet the the owners of different companies and see the traction machines and see the uh, rotators, all all the equipment that you need on a lab. That's when you realize how much money this business is actually, um, need, how much money you need to start this business because there's a lot of money involved with all this machinery. And um, in Colombia, there is a few expos. Uh, I, I won't say that my expo is the first one. Um, I'm not reinventing the wheel. Is there's a few expos, but they're more focused on the cannabis medical side of it. So teaching people what it's what is the cannabis good for mm -hmm. and all the stuff. But this started really two years ago uh, when they when I started going to the expos. I figured you know we need something like this, something commercial. Right, 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 right. And that's and something commercial is exactly the uh, light bulb that went off in our head when it was time to put together the Real Cannabis Entrepreneur Conference, um, that there's a lot of information out there, but not a lot of people really talking about the business side of it, exactly how to do what to do um, to launch your business in this industry. Um, so I, I guess I want to talk to you a little bit about why you decided it, why you decided to do it in Colombia, um, being that you are Colombian, I take that's number one. But of course, you live in Georgia now. Why did you decide to do it in Colombia? Well, the reason, the main reason is because, like I said before, there is a different, different expos. So far, there's like three or four. There's one that is really well known in my country. Uh, it's more on the medical side and the consumer side. Um, but there's nothing that we have seen in the United States. So because nobody's really paying any attention to the business by itself, everybody's talking about the cannabis business, but nobody's really focusing on the business side of the cannabis industry. So, mm -hmm. so they were, so when, when you get to that point that nobody's really talking about, okay, how do we going to export it? What are we going to retail it? How are we going to package it? How are we going to market this? Um, how are we supposed to do all this stuff? Uh, most people don't know about, and most people are very naive or very, um, they don't know about much about the industry and they think it's all about smoking or rubbing some oil on your hand. Um, that's what most people think when they talk about medical cannabis, mm -hmm. uh, it's either smoked or it's oil. So there's so many other, other choices that you have edibles, anti products, you have vapes, you have cookies you have you have all all sort of stuff that you can do with the cannabis and not being uh, for adult use just considering the the medical side of it so that's when that's when it actually started that 
we need something that focuses on the industry as itself instead of going medical only. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. That's a good point, because I, we saw a lot of the same thing happening here as well, where there was a lot of talk about the medical aspect of things, I guess, because the adult use um, regulation hadn't been released in, in several of the states. And as things starts to heat up, we start to see more conversations about the um, traditional business aspects of what needs to happen outside of the medical regulated, super hardcore regulated medical space. Um, so I think that opened up a lot of people's eyes to understand that this is a true industry. The cannabis industry is a true industry um, and that there's a lot of skill sets that will be required in in order to um, really take the industry to the next level and the people who jump in early focus in and understand that the opportunity is here, there'll be a lot of big, big opportunity. So tell me a little bit about this, uh, uh, Julian. I wanted to understand more about Colombia um, because we don't even think about that. People in the States, we're just, you know, we're all focused on what's happening here. Um, but it's great to hear that there's a movement um, in Colombia for uh, the legal cannabis industry. So to, to talk to us a little bit, man, educate us a little bit on what's going on down there um, in, in the cannabis industry, industry space in Colombia. Well, let's talk about that. Um, well, everybody knows that one of the main, for years, for decades, one of the main uh, producers of different drugs has been Colombia. So mm-hmm. for years, uh, drug dealers have filled the streets of different countries in the world with uh, cannabis or marijuana and cocaine. Now, at this time, we now have a legislation that let us do the same thing, but in the legal side and for so far, so far on the medical side of it. So Colombia has all the climates that you want and being on the equatorial line, um, we actually have the advantage of having 12 hours of light, 12 hours of night, as well as the perfect climate for growing. So that alone reduces the amount of money that companies will have to spend or growers have to, growers have to spend for, um, for growing the cannabis, you know? So that in perspective mm-hmm. put us in a really good place. Colombia right now is on... This is starting on in the business because this is actually the first year where Colombian companies can export to anywhere in the world. And when I said anywhere in the world, is basically any country that has their own laws and accepts the, the import of cannabis, resin, and oil will be able to acquire oil from us. It's just a matter of the government's talking to each other and saying, okay, this company is trying to import, this company is trying to export from Colombia. This company meets all the regulations. Yes, it does. Okay, this company here exporting meets all the regulations. We're going to let them send a cannabis oil or a resin over to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I see. So that, that's very interesting. I mean, like you said, uh, Colombia has been known for the uh, the cocaine game for quite some time. Um, and it, it uh, you know, we never thought about some of the other elements that um, in terms of the cannabis industry being something that was, um, you know, being talked about. And I, I guess this is my ignorance in terms of what's going on down there. 
But um, but so I guess can you tell me this is is it legal? Adult use is legal there in Colombia right now currently? No, no, it is not legal. It's only for medical purposes. Um, we have been through several steps of the regulation. Uh, this is the first year where, like I said, this is the first year, 2019, when different companies will be able to put product on the consumers once they mm -hmm. get older, like the CDC or what's, what's a reference into United States, the, the actual, the, the, the part of the government that regulates that they, the products, the product that you're gonna about to consume is good for for human use you know okay. uh, i don't FDA, remember yeah. the fda there you go so so we have something equivalent in colombia they have to pass uh some regulations get a number and once you have that number will you be they will be able to sell it to the general public in colombia you know so mm -hmm. so this is the first time where colombian companies will be able to do so. Um, and also this year will be the first year where we can export. Now, on the on the medical side, we're, I, I think it's just going to be a process. The same as it happened mm -hmm. in California, the same as it happened in Colorado, the same, the same as it happened everywhere in the United States where it was legal for medical purposes first, you know, and then after mm -hmm. a couple years, say two, three, four, five years, then the adult use was also legalized. So I think it will happen the same thing. We just have to open minds first, make sure that everybody's on the same page. Um, probably after a few years, I don't know, may take four, may take five, or may take two or three. Who knows? You know, that, that I can say for sure. But I hope that it will be in the next five years that we'll see regulation for actual adult use. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really great to hear that uh, we see other countries um, taking on uh, the same stance in terms of understanding the power of the cannabis plant from a medicinal side of things. Um, which also helps to uh, bolster the arguments and the support for uh, cannabis across the world. So that's really great to hear. Now, you said something interesting as well in terms of this being the first year that you guys are that Colombia is able to export uh, cannabis. So I wanted to clarify, did you mean can you export uh, just within South America or is there some exporting going on that it can come to America? Well, in America being illegal at the federal level, I don't think it will be possible. Um, you also have the CBD option. And I think on the um, Homeland Security page, you find on that page, you find that there's a few things with CBD that are acceptable to import mm -hmm. but i guess that will go through a rigorous process i honestly don't know because i haven't haven't done the process myself or i haven't known anybody done the process but i saw it on the website for the uh, homeland security in the united states that there will be some stuff that will be imported with cbd only not thc so mm -hmm. right so that being out of the question i guess once the united states pass a federal law that all will go away. Prohibitions for banks will go away. Prohibitions for 
recreational or adult use and medical use will go away and more mm -hmm. countries will join in. Right. Absolutely. Now, um, another question I have for you, and I wanted to, you know, for all our listeners out there who haven't been to Colombia, um, I haven't been there personally myself as well. So I wanted to see, like, how's the climate down there in terms of, you know, you see what's happening here. You're in Georgia. So you see you're in the U.S. and states. You could kind of see how these uh, dispensaries are, are popping up, the CBD store, CBD product lines. Uh, we see the 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 slow but um, uh, but now the, the movement is kind of roaring. Is it the same kind of environment in Colombia? Is it the same thing you're starting to see down there? Give me just a little background on how it's like down there. Well, right now is uh, pretty much the doctors will prescribe it. Um, there's not really a dispensary right now. Um, me, myself, I'm kind of... Um, curious about how we're going to be able to sell mm -hmm. our products um, because there is there's no dispensaries i brought up that to to a couple people already um right. in colombia that may maybe they might be able to do something um and say you know what yeah probably we need we need dispensaries the same way that are in the united states and canada that way we can regulate the dispensary we can tax the dispensary. We can um, do an audit to the dispensary because if this goes into regular pharmacies, number one, there will be more access to more people to the to the to the mm -hmm. cannabis oil or the cannabis products. And what most people are afraid of is this is going to get lost and it's going to end up in the wrong hands. So that being said. I don't know how that's going to work. I already put it in somebody's mind. I already asked the hard question, how are we going to mm -hmm. sell this? Um, so we have to wait if this person is willing to move the the ball and, and get something done within the next year. Right, 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 right. Okay, so still some work to be done down there, but uh, there is... Um... Uh, light at the end of the tunnel seems like the conversations have started. Uh, it, they've started to really think about it. Some of the governmental official, officials, uh, that kind of thing, to put some things in place um, to support and push the cannabis um, whole mission there. So that's good to hear. I wanted to ask you another question. So if, you know, people who are listening to the show, everybody here, the real canna show, they're all looking for opportunities, business opportunities, whether it be here, whether it be there, never thought about international, never thought about that myself personally. And I'm sure that there's a lot of other people who are going to listen to this podcast who are thinking, hmm, that may be another ripe zone that is untapped or it's too unknown. So people don't want to really do the research or understand more about it. We know as um, you know, uh, owning a marketing firm, one of the things we always say is that um, there's money in confusion and there's money in what people don't understand or they're scared of. Whenever there's fear and there's doubt, there's a lot of money to be made for those who don't 
uh, aren't scared and are not fearful to um, delve into those types of realms. So I wanted to ask you about that. Is there what do you how do you foresee some of the opportunities in that in in that arena? Would you think that there would be some, um, you know, and I'm sure the larger companies here in the States are thinking about and they're looking at internationally where to go next, how to exploit. But for some of the small business guys that are out here, there may be some huge opportunities that we're not even thinking about. That's right there in South America. So I want to get your feedback about what do you think about that? Is there some opportunities? Do you think that's going to build or grow some opportunities for other U.S. based people to come over to Colombia and make some great money in the cannabis industry? Well, um, talking about that, basically, yes. Uh, Colombia is still a virgin market. By me saying that is there's there's already companies. Uh, there's a, a few companies that already are backed up by big corporations and a lot of money in Canada and United States. And even in my own country, you know, there's a lot of people with money in my own country, but there's a lot of other companies that had gotten licenses and this, and they need, they need funds. They need money. Um, if big corporations in Canada are still looking for more money, you know, they're still raising money for their own expansion you can imagine in other countries like Colombia, they're also needing money to expand and to continue the business. Now, that being said, there's a huge potential, a huge potential to do a lot of stuff mm -hmm. in Colombia. Now, if you're an investor like me, who's not afraid of wait a couple years, um, at my point when I started, it was a couple, I, I was thinking three years. Now, at this point, it may take just one year. To, for you to start making money, then you'll be fine. If you are the type of investor that you put your money today and you want to collect six months down the road, then you are for a big surprise because you need a little bit more than that. But um, mm -hmm. but if you are in the long haul, like one year, year and a half, and you can wait and you will not be desperate uh, trying to get your money back, at the end of a year and a half, you will be making a lot of money because... Uh, Price-wise, we have a cheaper production than it is in United States or Canada. So there is a lot of money to be made. Yeah, that's another great point um, in terms of production. Just like you said, being close to the equator, having 12 hours of light, the ability to grow in, a, in, in an optimal environment. Um, yeah, the soil, I'm sure, is is uh, a lot more pure than the soil over here in the U.S. I wanted to switch gears real quick and just jump on the uh, conference and what you're doing, man, with the Expo Cannabis. I see a lot of great speakers that you have lined up. Looks like this is a multiple day event. You got a lot of good stuff. It looks like a really, really great and big event, full and action packed. And you've uh, been able to really get a lot of great speakers, one including Jared Mursky, who is also uh, on the uh, Real Cannabis Entrepreneur podcast, you got Steve D'Angelo. Uh, so tell us a little bit about who's, you know, how were you able to um, get some of the speakers, who's going to be there um, and what they're going to be covering at the event? Well, basically, this is all commercial, right? So Jared reached out to me and um, he he offered to be uh, in the conference and uh, talking to him, he I. I I was thrilled to talk to him and and made a lot of sense to bring him on board. So uh, he's coming. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Vicente Fox, which is uh, a former president of Mexico, great entrepreneur. A lot of stories that he has. He's also in the in the cannabis industry. 
Um, he's in the board of directors of a couple companies, one being a, a magazine, High Times Magazine, the other one being a licensed producer in Canada, Karen. Um, we have a Steve D'Angelo, which I met personally um, at, at one of these events that I have been to. So many events mm-hmm. that I met him and I asked him if he would love to come to Colombia. And because of the history of Colombia, he was like, yes, I'm, I love to go to Colombia. Um, I remember when I grew up or when I started smoking Colombian pot. So he was really thrilled about <laughs> the idea of coming, coming to Colombia. Um, everybody that is coming on board, um, really great CEOs, really nice people um, that I have met throughout the different uh, outlets. Uh, some of them I met them personally at the different events. I have introduced myself. Some of them, um, they were introduced to me because of the conference. So I won't be able to say and talk about every single one, but everybody that I have talked to seems pretty nice, pretty knowledge, pretty knowledgeable of what they're talking about. And well, mm-hmm. the event is a three day event on the first day, which is the ninth. We have two different, um, sessions. Let's call it like that. Two different programs. One is a cannabis investment forum and pitch contest, which um, we're getting together right now, where we will have companies from United States, of course, with investors that are coming down to Colombia, raising money for themselves. And we will have also companies from Colombia pitching at the, the conference at this day, on this day, to raise, mm-hmm. to raise money for themselves. Um, you know, when, when you're raising money for yourself, you're also looking to what good investments you can make right away that will bring more money down the road. So we're bringing all this together, putting, putting this, uh, cannabis investment forum, uh, one day, uh, on the other hand, we have like a pre-conference type thing where we'll have another type of audience will be people that don't know anything about the business. So I don't think anybody in the podcast will be interested on that because probably mo- most of them know more than I do. Um, but, <laughs> but it's, but it's for this type of, uh, of, uh, new person, you know, new entrepreneur, right. new to the industry. That was the first thing mm-hmm. I did when I started, you know, I went to a conference, but I also separated myself and put myself into one of their pre-conferences classes to learn about the business, you know, to know what I was going right. to get myself into. To know about cultivation, to know about the importance of lighting, to know importance of extraction, to know the importance of um, the marketing, to know the law, to know everything that I needed to know, like not right. in depth, but at least on on the surface to be able to figure out what I needed for the future. And the other two days mm-hmm. is all about commercial stuff, you know, talking about uh, regulations in the world. Of course, we have to look at the world because a lot of our companies are going to be looking into exporting. So they know they need to know what's going on out there, what's happening in Canada, what's happening in, um, um, Brazil, what's happening in Europe, what's happening in Mexico, what's happening in the United States. We all need to know what's happening around the world to be able to export our product and see what will be our best fit. Um, so that's pretty much the other two. And then we have an expo floor with 177 spaces, booth exhibitor booths, um, open for, 
for the different companies. So right now we are about uh, 30% sold and we have another 15 to 20% that has said yes, but they haven't fully committed. And we are mm-hmm. getting on and, 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 and selling and selling this, um, this expo. Yes. Right. Right. No, that is great, Julian. It sounds like a, a, a great and fantabulous event, man. Uh, three days. That's huge. This is your first one out of the box. Um, and for you to take on that magnitude of responsibility in doing these types of events, people don't understand what goes into the planning process. Um, but there is a ton, a ton of work. And I commend you, man. Take my hat off to you um, for orchestrating this and not only orchestrating it, but doing it from afar because you aren't in Colombia right now. So you're still uh, utilizing your Colombian roots, but being able to orchestrate and put everything together from a distance is also even more impressive. So I uh, really want to commend you for that great uh, lineup of speakers that you've been able to get for the event. Uh, I think it's going to be a huge thing for a lot of folk to really understand more about the cannabis industry. I love the pitch session that you got going on, the pitch contest. That's always exciting. That's always great. No better way to learn than watching people actually go through the process. That's why I think Shark Tank has had such a great um, reception and a great run in terms of that because it teaches people firsthand what you can expect, what you can do during this time to really pitch your business and how you should present yourself um, from that side. And from an investor perspective, investors learn from the show as well, and they'll learn from your your pitch uh, session as well, know what to look for in an investment and what makes an investment sound versus one that has a few gaps in it that you may want to be a little cautious before you plop down um, in an investment in that particular thing. So again, man, really, really, really great stuff, man. You guys got it going on down there. Guys, definitely check them out. I wanted to also tell you, uh, where can they, how can they reach you? Tell them a little bit about the website, the website URL as well. Yeah. The website is, uh, expo cannabis with C as in zebra.com. So expo mm-hmm. uh, my phone number, anybody can reach me. I'm open to any phone calls that anybody wants to ask me any questions is 678-822-8166. Um, on, the, on, the, on the website, you have the exhibitor and the expo- sponsor tab where you will find the deck for the exhibitor and you will find the floor for the uh, convention center in Cartagena with all the booths marked. Uh, you also have the sponsor deck where you will have all the sponsorship opportunities there are some some stuff that are not on the deck because it will be too heavy for the sponsorship but they can ask me um we have vip parties we have a catamaran that we are trying we are renting out a catamaran for people to do private events at at this is it can only hold up on a full capacity can hold up up to 190 people and oh, wow. you can have and you can have 100 people there and have a nice private party with the people that you want to you want to join in or enjoy or entertain you know right so there's there's other places in Cartagena as well rooftops that uh, are willing to give us their space they're also small so it's about 200 people 300 people max right um but it's all about having fun learning, making new connections, um, getting to know other ventures. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a lot of companies 
um, looking for for investors. And um, my company may not be the one that suits the the shoe that fits the in, in my the, the shoe that fits into my feet, mm-hmm. but it may be another person, you know. Right. So there is a lot of opportunities. There is a lot of companies that are that are in in this business, and we are always raising money. So, so it's a, it's a good, good experience. It is the first one. It's been, it's been a roller coaster. I won't lie. It's, it's, it's different, but that's what makes it unique. And I think the, I could have started this on, on a small hotel, uh, with a couple sponsors and maybe just a few exhibitors. But the idea to make it big is to bring some value right. to Colombia and to Latin America. I want this expo to be the number one expo in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Um, so people from Uruguay, people from Argentina, people from Chile, people from Mexico, Costa Rica, Panama, you know, all these people coming in, coming together to Cartagena to meet with investors, with companies that sell extraction machines, with companies that sell uh, lab equipment. All, all this is stuff that it's needed in the industry, mm-hmm. you know, that you don't realize you need it until you get a problem on your, or your, on your grow, right. you know, right. something happened and then uh, it's not working and you got mildew or you got whatever. And, and that's when you say, okay, I could have fixed this if I would have had this product right. or I could have have, wouldn't have this, this ant if I would have this on, on my on my um on my grow right so it's 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 all about to getting to know the business mm-hmm. basically now great points julian great points man now, just like you said sometimes we wait until the problem is there and then try to fix it but that's uh the reverse method that should be used ideally is to put things in place to make sure that those problems don't occur um, and education is exactly. the best way, educating ourselves, getting out to events like this, networking with individuals. You're going to learn so much additional things that you weren't thinking about, no matter how hard you try to document every single step and try to cover every single little thing. You will forget something. And that's the reason why everyone must have a strong team and you must get out there, network and talk to other individuals that have experience that can help you. Uh, cut yours down, cut your learning curve down. So I encourage everybody, man, go out, check it out. This is a great uh, time, great um, opportunity to not only learn more about the cannabis industry, but do it in a great tropical zone like Colombia, man. This is a great, they got the car, like you said, the catamaran and some other great uh, uh, facilities that will be hosting and facilitating this whole thing. So Julian's really set it up for you guys, man. I encourage everybody to take a trip down to South America, see something different, man. Get some heat, get some great sunlight, some great cannabis, some great everything, some great food, uh, you know, and get down there and check this out, man. So I really, really, again, want to take my hat off for you for um, putting this whole thing together. Thank you. Yeah, for the people again. Thank you. Thank I want to elaborate. It's Expo Cannabis, A X P O C A N N A B I Z dot com. Go check out the site. See all the great speakers and all the great facilities that Julian has set up for you guys. This is going to be a star studded event that you don't want to miss. So, once again, Julian, thank you so much, man, for taking the time. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm so glad. 
I'm so glad to be on the show. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So once again, guys, make sure you subscribe to the Real Cannabis Entrepreneur Conference. Click that button if you're in the podcast app, if you're on Stitcher, if you're on any of the other platforms, make sure you subscribe to us. Make sure you like our channel. Make sure you drop a comment on our channel, man. Let us know what you want to hear, more things that you want to get going on. And once again, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Real Cannabis Entrepreneur Podcast with Julian Tobar and Expo Cannabis. We will be back with more, more, and then some more. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Wow, wow, wow. Once again, great interview by my man, Julian Tobar, the founder of the Expo Cannabis Conference in Cartagena, Colombia. That's right. I'm here with my co-host and co-founder of the Real Cannabis Entrepreneur, Marie George. What do you think? Hey, people. Wow, wasn't that awesome? Boy, it's awesome to see other countries really embracing the spirit of cannabis. And um, yeah, right. And they're going to be having so many uh, different innovators and speakers and politicians. And it's, you know, a lot of goodies. Yeah, a lot of goodies. It's, it's, it's going to be action packed. So I'm, I'm excited to see the outcome. That's right. That's right. That's right. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in. If you're interested in expanding your horizons across the border and attending the Expo Cannabis Conference, please go to expocannabis.com to sign up. It's May 9th through the 11th. So coming up, guys, May 9th through the 11th. Coming up. And also, we got some discount codes for you, man. Julian hooked us up. We got some coupon codes for you guys, but you got to go to our blog and get it. So make sure you go to realcannabisentrepreneur.com forward slash blog. <laughs> you took my thing, buddy. What? Uh, okay, so if you want to go to the show notes or listen to us online, go to www.realcannabisentrepreneur.com forward slash podcast. And all the links mentioned during the show will be posted there. They'll be there. That's right. And if you want to get in the mastermind, if you didn't know, man, we got one of the biggest, largest, and only cannabis private mastermind groups. If you're very serious about getting to this cannabis industry, you definitely want to check that out. Uh, it is by invitation only, but put your application in and we will see. It is at www.realcannabisentrepreneur.com forward slash mastermind. Yeah. So if you know or are a real cannabis entrepreneur doing some great and unique revolutionary things that you want to feature on the show, Go to realcannabisentrepreneur.com forward slash guest. Guest. That's right. And don't forget to subscribe on the iPhone. Open up that podcast app on the Android. Go to Google Play Music app on your phone. You can get Stitcher on that bad boy. And we are also on Spotify. That's right. Rocking on Spotify. Tune in. SoundCloud and Luminary, the new platform. Guys, if you don't know about it, check out Luminary. They're doing some really cool things, too. So we're going to get them a quick plug. Yeah, man. So make sure you check out our newly launched blog, too, man. Yeah, we're getting a lot of traction with that. That's where you can read all of the full stories we cover in the News Flash episodes of our podcast. News Flash! Which, thank you for listening. Um, Listen to the actual podcast and get a bunch of great information and giveaways. So you get some giveaways now. You know you need to listen. So sign up to our newsletter there and to get insider VIP giveaways, freebies, and so much more. So come on, man. Dang. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> That's right. We ran out of music. Oh. No, keep it going. Keep it going. And we're back. Oh, That's we right. We are back. We got more music, oh. baby. More music. More music. Check it out, guys. Well, I want one more thing to say before we let it go here. Yep. We have already given away $200 worth of Sock Junkie yep. Dank Socks, man. Sock that junkie. was a big, huge contest. Thank Woo. you guys for participating. Congratulations to all the winners out there. We got a current... 
contest that just ended. We haven't even announced the winner yet. Hope you guys are listening to the podcast for the Green Panther Chef CBD infused sauces, man. Those conscious condiments. Uh, so that's going to be a huge thing. So make sure, guys, you got to check us out. Go on Instagram. That's where we get it all pop, man. On IG, follow us at Real. Canapreneur. That's right. That's our IG name at Real Canapreneur. And we're going to be doing a bunch more with smell proof bags. We got some vapes coming from our girl Kim B with the tribe tokes. We got some cartridges. We got some smoke traps from my man Brandon. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming, guys. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you check out the blog. Make sure you're following us on Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. We up out of here, guys. That's it. Early morning rock. <laughs> peace, 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 peace. <laughs>